Not sure if you all know this, but Adrian and I both have YouTube channels. My YouTube channel, if you can please subscribe, is Nevermore Records. Adrian's is Plastic Realm Toys. You can also follow us on Instagram at HNH underscore podcast and find us on Facebook. We even have a private group. Just send a request and we'll let you in. Follow our recording studio on Instagram at Nevermore underscore records underscore EPTX and our guitar company on Instagram at Nevermore underscore guitars. You were with your husband though. I know. We could have been holding, but we could have been holding hands instead of me playing guitar. Or me playing bass. Yeah, I could have been sitting on your lap. There's so many other things we could have been doing. Or my face. (laughs) (laughs) And welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Half and Half podcast hey hey girl this is paul this is adrian for the past two years i think people have known by now you think i don't know people (laughs) still tell me that our voices are similar really yeah all the time seriously i can't tell who's who they say that they have to focus on the conversation just to kind of figure out who's who so the nice one yeah exactly (laughs) exactly damn i forgot to do my my manifestation thing this morning supposed to fucking talk about it oh really oh my god you've got a lot to learn (laughs) my friend it's all new to me adrian you go straight for the bulk and not the history oh god so 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 let me ask you this um you like how i gave you the good one today if prayer yes thank you thank you rain everybody all day fuel i'm only gonna drink half of it because i got a long day of babysitting you you should drink all of it then no rain is amazing i haven't had one in a few days so it's really gonna hit i haven't had one in about 12 hours really (laughs) um so prayers like manifestation they tell each other they pray with each other how does that work now if you're talking about why have we been on a religion cake lately (laughs) if you're talking about just the prayer itself the our father sign of the cross stuff like that that's just the prayer but when you're talking about you and God time. Lord mm. Jesus Christ, please help me with Dear X, God, Y, Z. Make me a bird. So I can fly far, far, far away. <laughs> <laughs> You've been doing that so fucking long. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, I mean, the prayer itself, yeah, but when, you, when you're talking about, like, the help you need or what have you. Oh, okay. So, I'm, well, I didn't tell you what it was. I already know. <laughs> <laughs> and some of it's actually already worked. Yeah, like, almost instantly, dude. Really weird shit. Yeah. But... We can get into that later. Uh, so what's new? Actually, nothing, man. We had a short turnaround this time, didn't we? No, it's been like two weeks. Has it? Mm-hmm. Which, really quick, I want to say we did not celebrate enough, and we should have oh, episode yeah. 69, get on our the favorite table. fucking episode. Get on the table right now. <laughs> <laughs> now we got to do 70. How does that work? Hmm. Well, I, I'm the zero because I'm fat. <laughs> <laughs> and seven's my favorite number on and earth. the seven is like oh yeah i get you yeah. okay <laughs> <laughs> so yeah this is episode 70 people wow can did you imagine that we'd ever be an episode 70 um yeah i mean i know I but didn't. at the same time it's kind of like wow we're <clears throat> like 100 is right there uh, okay when you say it like that yeah yeah you know yeah, what i mean that's weird yeah 
So, but, I mean, honestly, if you take all of our everyday hour and a half conversations, we're probably like on episode a thousand. <laughs> you know what I mean? True. <laughs> but when you, th- I just, I think about like, we average about an hour, hour 20. We've been going like hour 30 lately. Yeah, we, we have a lot to say. This might be two hours because of what we're going to get into. <laughs> but like, that's that's a lot of time. Like, that's a lot of recorded, documented conversation between you and I yeah. that's going to live on, hopefully. One of these days, I mean, we're only in our 20s. <laughs> exactly. So, so in like six, <clears throat> 60 years, Very. we're, we're going to be sitting on a porch listening back to our shit. I hope so. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, we are. What do you mean? The only problem is... Neither one of us has a porch. <laughs> we'll build one for that purpose. <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, there's something uh, very comforting about that thought. And I think a lot of it is the fact that growing up, my grandfather had a porch and he had these little swing benches. Remember the Monterey house? Yeah. And we mm-hmm. would just swing there. God, makes me really want a porch. Now I'm going to buy a house just to have a porch. We smoked many a cigarettes on that, mm-hmm. <laughs> on that swing. We did. Uh, you know what memory always sticks to me about that house? For whatever reason... I want to see if my wife was pregnant at the time. Or my she, wife. My wife. Or she already had my daughter. I don't remember. But one day out of nowhere, you were like, dude, it's Super Bowl Sunday. We're going to, you made food. And you're like, you and Dina come over. And I was like, yeah, cool. But I was like, none of us like football. But whatever, right? We mm-hmm. went. And we stopped by the store and I had like $5 in my pocket. Yeah. And I bought two fucking cans of natural light uh-huh i got so fucking drunk that really <laughs> that from those two ca- but we were but we spent most of our time on the patio that day mm-hmm. i don't know if you remember your dad was with us it was me you your dad dina maybe maybe jason really you don't remember that <clears throat> i mean i remember inviting you over for stuff like this well you know always like well, special- there all the time yeah yeah but this time it was like an occasion like we said where did we watch the game in the living room there was a living room <laughs> Oh, where your dad had his computer room. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, you yeah, remember, yeah, You know what Dino always brings up when we used to watch American Idol in that little room? Oh, that yeah, TV? dude. <laughs> yes. That was the very first season, too. Yeah. That was when Kelly Clarkson won. We were like five. I know, dude. Like, <laughs> dude, we barely could talk, but yet here we were watching fucking American Idol. <laughs> and then our parents didn't, you know, we didn't have parents at that time other than my dad. Yeah. My wife could drive and she was two. <laughs> <laughs> um... So what, what's been up, dude, last couple of weeks? I know it's... It's been crazy work for me. Yeah. Both, right? Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I've done nothing. Yeah, nothing then. of, of uh, value. The one thing I, do, I did want to talk about, speaking about <laughs> manifestation and the law of attraction, and, and you know, there's also... I've, I've mentioned it before, the principle of Wu Wei, right? Alan Watts talks about Wu Wei, which is... Wu who? <clears throat> Wu Wei, Wu Wei, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> which is the art of not forcing anything, right? Don't force it. Okay, just let it happen. Don't force it. You and I, everybody knows, not so much anymore, but we've tried very hard to make something out of our music, right? Mm-hmm. Always, real hard, real hard. <laughs> um, my brother, on the other hand, he's a drummer. He's uh, been in and out of bands his whole life, but he he's stopped. For like the past 10, 15 years, I want to see. Yeah. And shit. Right. I don't know where he gets this amazing opportunity. As for anybody who knows my brother, he's the world's biggest Morrissey fan. Mm-hmm. Hands down. World's biggest. And buffest. And buffest. And brownest. <laughs> <laughs> um He was in the band with this guy. They're still friends to this very day. This guy's a musician, obviously. 
And he's kind of a go-getter, right? One of those go-getter types. Anyway, what I'm trying to get to is my brother, somehow, someway, by the grace of God, because of John also, they had an opportunity to work with Boz Booter. Oh, that's right. From Morrissey, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So my brother is on a track with one of his fucking idols. Mm-hmm. Out of fucking nowhere. Right. He, he quit music. Like it's he, released. It's on Spotify. He didn't everything. give a shit. He was like, fuck music. Mm-hmm. He gets this opportunity. So that happened a few months ago. And the other day, he sends me the picture, right? The, 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 the back picture of, I guess, what's supposed to be the album is a picture of Boss Boer on guitar. And my fucking brother's right next to him. Wow. Yeah. Were, they, were they actually together, though? No, 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 no. Oh, okay. But it's like Boss Boer playing guitar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on the okay. drums, and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But to see my brother and his idol fucking side by side. Right. What the fuck? Yeah, you know what I mean? That is weird. So I quit. I'm going to sell all my shit and hopefully the Deftones call me. I, I don't know. You know <laughs> That's really cool. And um, yeah, I remember hearing the songs. I, I don't know if you want to say anything about who it is or what. Well, I don't that, know if that, that's that, something that can be done yet or whatever. But No, that's a different one. You're oh, talking, it's a different you're one. You're talking about the one with uh, the Lusty guy. I forgot his name. We already spoke about that one. This oh, is a different one. Really? Boz Boer is on that track, mm-hmm. but <clears throat> this is a, a entirely different thing. Wow. Yeah. That's amazing. Good job, Gussie. Yeah. Fucking asshole. He needs to get out. He needs to, <laughs> dude, he calls me every time we drop a da- dad podcast, he calls me about some stupid shit we said. Yeah. And then he's like, you guys don't fucking understand the day you get me. And we're like, bitch. We tried. Every day, I'm telling you, hey, don't forget, Sunday, if you want in. He cancels. Yeah. Or he tells me, what time is it? And I tell him, this Sunday, it's at 10. Ugh, I'm going to be hungover. How long is it? <laughs> so we're there for about an hour and a half. I mean, maybe two hours, you know, by the time we set up and whatnot. And he's like, two hours? No, no. And I'm like, well then, well, then fucking stop getting mad at me. That episode will drop. He'll call me four days later. You assholes should have said this. And the day I'm on there, fuck you. You know, you know, it makes me think about, you know, I get a lot of random things in my feed on social media show up and entrepreneur spirit and all this stuff, right? There's this thing that always comes up where it's like people like myself who work really, really hard to get where we get, like hating it. One thing we hate is when people say like, oh, like about, it has to do with luck, right? Oh, yeah. But then there's people like Gussie <laughs> that hasn't lifted a finger. Musically. That's exactly. And that is just pure fucking luck. That is pure. I don't even know what. I don't even know if that's even luck. I don't even know what to fucking call what? that. I mean, if you go back to the history, right? He and his buddy, the guitar player, they've been good friends since the 90s, right? Mm-hmm. So people always have that soft spot for one another. Right. So I think Gussie is John's go-to guy, right? Yeah, like, yeah, Who's yeah. not going to give me shit? Who's going to deliver Gussie? Right, right, right. You know what I mean? Yeah, but no, no, no. For reals, though. I can't. I'm not, I don't want to downplay uh, what he's doing. That's awesome. Um, we've had our opportunities come our way, too, and still come in our way, so... Um, you know, hard work, whether it comes from hard work that happens now or hard work that happened before and just being recognized like Gus, like, yeah. that's that's awesome. Yeah. Gus, congrats. Yeah. I can't wait to hear it. It's going to be fucking awesome. When is it going to be released, you know? I don't know. You can't, can you even say what it is? I don't know the name of the project, but mm-hmm. I'll ask, I'm going to see him later on today because I'm going to watch his kids right now. Oh, okay. But speaking of right now, you were like, and we still are. We got good news for the two the two fans left. <laughs> we I know there's two of you out there because no, there's five I think now. <laughs> <laughs> Texas Cutthroat is back in the swing, so we're doing shit. We're we, gearing up for that. We have one song 
I just gotta redo. You did your vocals. Yeah, it's got pretty much everything. I just need to redo the guitars because mm -hmm. I wasn't happy with. Yeah. They, I mean, there were scratch tracks anyways, but I'm gonna be redoing them today. Mm -hmm. So yeah, fuck it. So be on the lookout for that. Text Cutthroat. We're back in full swing. We've got. We're gonna release two songs soon. Yeah, hopefully, good. if not by the end of the year, probably by the beginning of the year. Yeah, yeah. But we're back in full swing. The, the plan is already set. We've got our groove. We figured out how we're going to tackle this. Stella got her groove back. Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, excited about that. Yeah. What yeah. else? What else? That's all I had. The Gussie thing has just had me fucking super excited for my brother, man. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's really cool. Yeah. Oh, but I don't want to bring things down now. Mine was a little, like a little... Bring it down. All right, I'm going to bring it down. down. The only thing I had going on, unfortunately, I lost my, my Molly, one of my favorite. Uh, yeah. I ha we have a lot of rescues at our house. You know, my wife and I work very closely with a rescue. We do a lot of work uh, from events to meet and greets to vet visits, you name it, we do it. Yeah. And uh, one of these dogs, I just wanted to highlight her because she... She stood out from the pack. And what I mean by that is I remember my wife would go to the rescue and there was always just one, like, you know, you go, these are, there's like a lot of pit bulls, a lot of big, massive dogs. You go and they're like up on the fence barking and just kind of like, you're like, I don't know if they want to love on me or rip me apart. You know, you don't know. Yeah. Um, either way, it's intimidating because they have a big bark. Most pit bulls are very, very, um, my experience anyways, growing up, I, I I was terrified of pit bulls. I still am, except the ones that, that <clears throat> at, we have. At our daycare. Yeah. yeah. Like Bino, that's my dude. I haven't seen yeah, him in a while. I know, right? I love him. You know, growing up, we were terrified because we were taught to be scared of dogs, uh, specifically pit bulls. Right. I remember one time me and my brother were outside and these two pits got loose and they were running after us. And I remember us jumping up on a car and my dad was like, he went outside. I remember he almost fought the owner of the dog because my dad started feeding. The only way he got the dogs away from us is he brought dog food out and the dogs came. Your dad's a quick thinker, man. Like who would think that? <laughs> I said, they're going to eat my kids. I would give them some food. Yeah. <laughs> so next thing we know, we're on top of the car like shitting bricks. Wait, real quick. When you were running, did you have to pick up Eric? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, get on my back. Let's go. <laughs> oh man and so they the the thing is now in hindsight looking back these dogs i remember one of them had a a garden hose wrapped around his neck mm. and he had chewed, so they tried fucking idiots and he chewed through the hose yeah. right so obviously he was a bad owner i mean we live i lived in a shitty neighbor pretty bad neighborhood anyways this is the monterey no no this is beachcomber just remember oh the, yeah the duplexes yeah, cross street yeah, yeah. We were we were not allowed to go. The street over is East Glen. Yeah, yeah. As kids, my dad was like, "You do not go <laughs> past." What's the street before Beachcomber Seabreeze? Yeah, yeah. You do not go past that street. That's yeah. how bad it was. <laughs> yeah. So we always saw crazy fucked up shit. Yeah. But, anyways, that experience. And you know what? In hindsight, they probably weren't even attacking us. They were probably just running towards us really fast, and were probably going to lick us like crazy. We don't know. I don't know. Yeah. But it put a bad taste in my mouth, like most of the world has about pit bulls. Until my wife, my wife started showing me <clears throat> because of her work at this rescue, started really showing me the the there's a different nature when it comes to pit bulls. It really is dependent on how they're raised and all that stuff. And when you look at statistically, for example, the most bites that happen come from like chihuahuas and shit. But nobody's gonna rip, fucking go on the news and be like a chihuahua bit blah blah blah, right? Well, bites, yeah. Look, <clears throat> just to don't mean to interrupt, <clears throat> but. 
I was like you. I'm mm-hmm. still like you. Mm-hmm. I understand that pit bulls themselves as a breed are not horrible demon dogs, right? Right. But, but on a greater scale, those dogs have, are raised with a purpose. Right, right, exactly. And yes. that's the thing. Right. But they're fucking naturally strong dogs. That's the scary mm-hmm. part. Right, Once right. they get a hold of you, it's fucking game over. Yeah, but exactly. They are, let's say statistically, throwing a number out there, probably 85% of pit bulls are trained one way and one way only. Yeah. Well, yeah. I wouldn't say that many. I would say back in the day, yeah. Now I would say less than, yeah, less than 50%. Maybe it's tapering off now. Right. Are 50% that low? <clears throat> less than 50, I would say now. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's good to know. Yeah. And I think it's because like law enforcement and stuff like that, they've cracked down yeah. on breeding and stuff like that. I mean, it still happens all the time, just, unfortunately. Yeah. It's just the stigma of those dogs. I mean, even you think about it, it's like you said right now about the Chihuahua. Once a month, you hear how two pit bulls mauled this person, yeah. mauled this kid. You know what I mean? But- I'm pretty sure German Shepherd has done it before. Yeah, uh, right. Fucking. It's just they have a bad rap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah. So, Molly was a pit bull mix. Mm-hmm. And one thing I understood about her is that she was used for breeding. She had scars mm-hmm. all over her face. She went through a lot. And anyways, going back to what I was saying about all the dogs up and barking and all that, she would always be the one dog. No, just sit there. She, no, she wouldn't even sit. She would just lie down in the corner. Yeah, well, you know what I meant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like... The only time she would get up is to like eat her food and then she'd go back down and just lie down and look so sad. You know what I mean? When when I watch your dogs, they all come at me and mm-hmm. they're all like, get me outside. And she's just waiting. They all, and yeah. I say, come on, Molly. Yeah, yeah. And come then she on. would just, yeah. Yeah. And so <clears throat> the story was she had been there for like three or four years. She was already a little bit older. And, um, you know, she was depressed. And a lot of that depression came from the fact that she was constantly breeding and having dogs pulled away from her. And, you know, so I said, so Daniela was like, we should, we should rescue her. And I was like, you know what? Let's do it. I felt, I just felt in my heart, like, dude, immediately she came in, she would like kind of play with Clyde. She was like just a very different dog. But what really changed her is we rescued another dog that was like on her deathbed. They found her. They took him away from the owners. They don't, I don't know the, the story really. I just know that she was like, inches away from being dead Mm. and um we didn't know what kind of dog this was and we were like well let's 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 foster her and let's let's see if how molly reacts so molly did she like right away went into mom mode dude her personality changed completely yeah she really raised her and now we, we ended up keeping her nobody ever adopted her but they were like the best of friends like like mother daughter they even looked alike which was really weird yeah um but anyways unfortunately you know we don't know exactly how old she was uh we're guessing between 12 13 maybe 14 years old um but man not not only did we you know unfortunately she got very sick and there was just things like she looked like things were turning around and then she got sick again but dude i took it hard man Uh, yeah i took it so fucking hard and uh but anyways you know I know life goes on and yeah, um, and I'll be I'll be with her again one day but she was like dude when it comes the, to the dogs that I've had like yeah she's <sighs> she's part of the soul family yeah dude for sure remember that yes exactly. sorry for your loss I told you that the day it happened um it's a horrible thing man like so it's weird that that happened to you because I didn't bring okay I lost my baby mm-hmm. October 31st I have I had <clears throat> five cats <clears throat> my baby Koba, she was seven or eight. That was my baby. That yeah, was yeah, yeah. My, ooh, and this is why I didn't bring it up. Yeah, 
that was my baby. Um, we lost her, you know, same same like Molly. She would flip-flop. She We found out she had diabetes, and then she they told us, All right, this is what we're going to do. The plan was working, and one day out of the next, one day to the next, it just flipped. So we lost her on Halloween. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I didn't bring it up back then because Halloween's our jam, and I didn't want right, like, right, right. to bring down our, <clears throat> our I was surprised you didn't, actually, and I didn't uh, want to be the one to like bring yeah, it up. Yeah, well, I just, it was fresh, and I didn't want to cry on <laughs> on camera. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard because you said something that resonated real hard about how it was harder than losing yeah, somebody like close to you. The way I broke down, like, I'm not going to lie, I'm going to be totally honest with, with, with everybody. It's really weird because I had to, like, do some, like, soul searching for myself afterwards. Like, why? I had to, like, question things because losing my parents was hard. Yeah. Well, see, I didn't want to be the one to say No, that no, I'm going to say it. Yeah. Um, but in that moment, when I, when, when we, when, you know, I saw her just, you know, the life come out of her. I broke down harder than I did for both of my parents. But here's why it's not what I realized is that, you know, I was able to kind of, you know, I still, I miss her. I think about her. Yeah. Sometimes I I get a little clamped, right? Yeah. But with my parents, it was traumatizing. It was almost like shock. Yeah. Shock and still kind of over the last couple of years, still dealing with that shock, still having visions of the moment. Right. But with Molly, it was kind of a, 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 a point in time where I was able to just like let it all out at that moment. Right. If that makes any sense. A hundred percent. So. I feel, uh, I feel the exact same way. For me with Koba, I look at my, my cats again. I tell everybody I'm a cat dad. That when I physically look at them, I don't see an animal. I see yeah, my part kids, of the family. right? Yeah. So when you look at animals, which is why I'm so huge on, on animal cruelty. And I always say hunt the hunters. Mm-hmm. Um, they're helpless. They don't know what they're doing. Yeah. Right. They're, they're very innocent. helpless. And then on top of that, they're like babies in the sense that they can't tell you, dad, I'm in pain. Right. Dad, I'm this. So when you lose them like that, it's like, fuck, what could I have done? Right. Like, I didn't know if, if there was, if, if they could speak and say, I'm not feeling good. Mm-hmm. I, I could have ran. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So to me, that's, that's the hard part. Right. And that's what like, that's what I struggle with. Just like you with the Koba thing, dude, I was on the way to the vet. Right. I was four minutes from that fucking and spot. And you had just taken her within the last couple of days, too. Yeah, so they, you were going back and forth. They sent her home the day before she passed. Mm-hmm. And I was on my, my wife and I were like, nope, I'm taking her. Mm-hmm. The thing that sucks is that my kid had my car that day. Right. So now I'm toiling with the, fuck, how did I not let him take in the car? Could have taken her in the morning. I didn't have to wait. Then would she have made it? You know what I mean? That whole fucking like guilt and yeah i was four minutes from the fucking vent and i just heard her I literally i just heard like a and then she i she threw up and i was like fuck boom yeah damn man well i'm sorry you had to go through that hey man we to, had to, to go through to, it together to koba and molly yeah for we'll, sure we'll be back to <laughs> we'll be back together man i've never cried so much in my fucking life dude dude yeah never I have never cried that hard in my life. That's what I'm saying. And then like my daughter saw it. Yeah. My daughter was like, she told me afterwards, she goes, dad, I've never even seen you cry. And I was like, I know. I just could not contain yeah. it. My kids always tell me for years, I can't wait to see you cry. I can't <laughs> wait to fucking see you cry. Yeah. And now they got it. Yeah. But it's like you said about your, your parent, like my grandma <clears throat> and my grandma passed. My grandma's like my mom. She yep. raised, you know how close I was to my grandma. Right. I cried. Yeah. But. 
for whatever this one, it was, dude, all fucking day. I'd be at work and I'd be like, I'll go back quick. <laughs> yeah, 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 of course. And it's something that still lives on in you. And not that the Molly thing doesn't live on in me. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's kind of like, I got it, I got most of it out. And now the grieving is like, okay, move on. Whereas like with my parents, I'm sure your grandma, yeah. it's more of a like, Actually, it's no, still yeah, dude, I right can, there. I think about my grandma every day. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can't, I, it's just not a day goes by that I don't think about her. Yeah. And I don't miss it. Uh, dude, we'll be watching TV and so nothing that has to do with my grandma. And I'll, I'll tell my wife, I miss my grandma. Dude, it's, it's like uh, I could be falling asleep and I just instant images of my mom yeah. at those last moments. Yeah. Instant images of my dad. Like instant, like just just out of nowhere. And it's like, fuck. I feel you know what I mean? I feel real almost cried right now. <laughs> like I felt it. You got verklempt? Yeah. Um, but yeah. But anyways. Yes. Sorry, guys. It's just it's that time of the year that... But shit's happening. I mean, you're we're counting our blessings, right? But Absolutely. at the same time, because you know, this is probably our last episode before Christmas. Do you think? We'll play it by ear. I hope. Yeah, not. we'll see what Maybe. happens. Maybe. But uh, anyways, that time of the year where well, that you especially miss those people because, like, for example, my mom like was huge on fucking Christmas, and so I'm always trying to do things to fill that void. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's easy, much easier said than done, but you know. Yeah. Um, and then we had both two tragic losses together yeah. within the last less than a month or about so a month. That's what we can make episode 70 so special. Mm. Tacoba and Molly. Yeah, for sure. But uh, all right. Oh, this thing. What's up this bitch? So <laughs> right now I was telling you how beautiful you look in this shirt. Fit you <laughs> that, that you bought me. Thank you very yes. much. Well, it, not intended, but you bought it for me either way. Yeah. It's either <laughs> way, right? <laughs> Fuck, man. I could have kept one, and when the other one went bad, I could have used that one, right? So, no, I'm going to give it to my brother. Yeah. I was complimenting you. It does look nice. Thank you. Red. <laughs> my man. Um, but then you said something. You were like, yeah, thanks, man. It fits so great. And you're like, yeah, I got a party to go to later. Yeah. Okay. I don't I don't think we've had this conversation, but so you'll, you'll get ready and stay ready all day? Well, because, yeah, I have a very long, like, back-to-back-to-back day. So by the time I go to the party, I'm not going to have a chance to go home and change. I would find a fuck. Dude, I can't. Yeah. I cannot wear the same t-shirt or shirt. Normally, I am like that. All day? Yeah, yeah. Normally. Oh, today, it's just because it's yeah, so it's, Yeah, exactly. Like, okay. I'm not going to have an opportunity. Because from here, I've got to go to Central. From Central, uh, I might have to go to the West Side. I don't know. And either way, like, I realized, like, so I was like, dude, I better... Because normally I'm wearing a hoodie. Yeah. You know what I mean? I'm being comfortable. But no, that's why. See, because I would have at least brought that shirt on a hanger. At very least. <sighs> I know. But then also I want to look good for, for the people watching our video. You look good. I want to show off... Uh, the muscles. The, 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 the nice uh, flannel that you, you got I, me. I will say your, your arms look very manly in this shirt. Really? Like your forearms. Like it's because you haven't... Because right I used now, to wear flannels so much. Yeah. And it's been a while. Yeah. So, and Peppa's going to say, yeah, at least you're wearing it in the right season. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> right now you were moving the camera and you did like this thing with your hand. Uh-huh. And I saw the forearm and I was like, I'm oddly turned on right now. Like <laughs> he looks like a man right now. <laughs> I mean, I've seen you cut wood. I've seen you do a lot of shit. Yeah, but yeah. today I was like. Pressing that one button changed it all. <laughs> <laughs> um, But uh, yeah, so I have a little, it's, it's, it's not necessarily a party. It's like a dinner shindig i don't even know what you want to call it 
it's nothing fancy but i love that you keep it real though yeah you got the checkered vans oh yeah fucking flannel hell yeah dude yeah, i have yeah. to man oh yeah my wife gets max on the opposite any type of party i gotta fucking zhuzh it up yeah yeah i don't think anybody here has seen me without a hat but i coat my hair right right <laughs> and you have very luscious hair like you I have do. really nice fucking hair but Thank you, you never fucking show it off well, it's because, dude, I wake up, brush my teeth, wash my face, drop my kid off, and come here. I don't, like, yeah, get ready. True. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. For people who don't know, we do this very early in the morning. Yeah, we do. So, Which is why we need the rain. Yeah. All right. Um, You know what? I want to skip. Let's call Ricky. God, let me, let t- me ex- well, Today's the one day he fucking answers. I bet you. <laughs> okay. L- let's do this then. We're going to try it. If he doesn't answer, okay, we're going to nix that. And the reason why, dude... When we spoke to him last time. I love how you forget that this podcast is called Half and Half. <laughs> how do you just decide what we're cutting out? <laughs> Today it's 51 and 49. <laughs> oh, <shit. laughs> um, dude, I have been working a lot on the West Side Studio. Yeah, you told me this. Which, yeah. by the way, you know, West Side Studio number two is officially open. Yes, for you West Siders who refuse to come to the East Side. Yeah, we we've to got reach out to I've, Paul or let there be rock and figure out how to get your appointments and what you need. I officially have new t- two new podcasts that are have joined the roster. Mm-hmm. Uh, the second one confirmed yesterday they'll actually be joining me in January, and they're going to be on the west side. I haven't even told you about it actually. But this is the one that you were working on the other no, day. No, no, it's totally different. Just out of the blue. I cannot wait until you can afford my pay. <laughs> Sorry. So yeah. So anyways, we we're doing a bunch of really cool shit, but um. Oh, what was I even getting at? Oh, so every time I'm there, like around lunchtime, even though I don't normally eat lunch, mm. I'm like, I know Rick works very close to where I'm at. Mm. So I'll call him. I've even texted him <laughs> like, dude, like trying to invite him to go to lunch yeah. or something. Nada, nada, dude. I got a f- quick funny story about Ricky. Just so people know <laughs> how Ricky is. <clears throat> I told you about it. I'm at work the other day. And this, uh, a good buddy of mine, X, he tells me, hey, man, oh, I met your cousin oh, yesterday. Yeah. And I was like, my cousin? He goes, yeah, yeah he's a, I went over to, where's he at, Nissan? I, I don't even remember. It's like, uh, oh, uh, Shamali, whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever. Let's just pretend he said Nissan because I don't know what yeah, it is. He's it's like, like a whole chain of things. Yeah, he's like, I met your cousin over at Nissan. And I'm like, I have a cousin named, at, that works at Nissan that I know of. And I was like, what's his name? He goes, oh, his name is Rick. And I was like, I don't have a Rick Ariano in my family. <laughs> and he goes, well, he said, hey, sir, do you know my cousin Adrian Ariano and my uncle Gus Ariano? <laughs> and, of course, X, he's a talker. He's like, oh, yeah, I've known him, blah, blah, blah. And he's like, yeah, those are my cousins. And he's like, are you sure? And I'm like, dude, there is no Rick Ariano in this family, 100%. And he goes, well, his last name's not Ariano. And I was like, what is he? Like, he's something real weird. He's Mexican, but he's got a real, <laughs> real weird name. And I was like, wait a minute. Is his name Rick Murphy? And he goes, yeah, that's it. And I was like, that motherfucker's not my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. Yeah. And that's why, that's why we love him. Yeah. Um, I love that he still thinks we're family. You know, though, one thing, this is going to tie into my grievances later. Because, you know, in, in the spirit of Festivus, we're going to have our air out our grievances in a bit. Yeah. That's one motherfucker that him and I have been through so many ups and downs together, but we all, and, and, and some fucked up ups and downs that I'm not even going to talk about on here. Uh, I think we both have. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but we still, he's still like my brother, you know, like I there, still love wanna, the dude. You want to talk about a soft spot. Look, I'm not one of those, um, coattail people, right? 
if anything were to happen to me, it happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm not one of those, oh, you're riding on my coattails. No, I'm not taking you with me, right? But one person that's on that list is fucking Rick. Oh, for sure. I don't know what it is. I I think about him almost daily, right? Like, But it's like, yeah, he's 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 that dude that I just cannot help and the but thing, love and want to protect. The things that he's done to us, most people would be like, if I ever see that motherfucker, I'm going to kick his ass. <laughs> <laughs> and we're just like, if I see him, I'm going to hug him and fuck. Are you going to hug him and fuck? Hug, hug uh, him and fuck. <laughs> Here, let's call him. Let's call him. Right. I doubt he's going to Wait, answer. wait. Oh, wait. Time to call Ricky. Time to call Ricky. Time to call Ricky. Time to call. <laughs> What's up, boy? Dude, I've called him a lot. I've been over there a lot. I even text him. It's because I changed my number away. He always does. <laughs> Please leave your message. Uh, Rick, you made me look dumb. I thought today was the one day, buddy. Hey, you know what I noticed the other day? Huh. We always go back to watch our podcast, right? Just to make sure you always want to know the deal. Like, you always ask me, how did it come out? Whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Why does it always look like I don't have an upper lip? Dude, I totally have an upper lip. Really? <laughs> Every time I look, I'm like, I look like one of those weird lizard guys. That really? <laughs> you do have an upper lip. Wow. Really? Yeah, it's so weird. Oh. So that's why I've been like this lately. <laughs> <laughs> You and I have always had very luscious lips. And when they come together, <laughs> they're two fucking pillows. <laughs> All right, what else? Are we going to do any segments? D- it's up to you. We can either go, I have something for every segment, or we can go straight to the airing of grievances. Okay, let's do... Because I think we're... I don't have my iPad right now, unfortunately, but I think we're more or less like around 35 minutes right now. Okay, yeah, we're probably going to... Yeah, all right, we'll skip everything. I do want to do digging for Shat, though. Okay, cool. You want to just jump into that then? Or you want to, I mean, you want to just do our segments and then we'll get to that and then yeah. we'll do our airing of grievances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what we could do is we could do our airing of grievances in replace of where we would normally do our uh, challenge, challenge results since there was no challenge last episode. You like how prepared we are? I know. fucking <laughs> <laughs> planning it right now. In front, in front of everybody. In front of everybody. This is real. <laughs> real time way. <laughs> All right, go. Which one do you want to shoot off? All right, let's do uh, That Batch Can Scram. Okay. You want to go first? Yeah. So with mine, it's more of a That Batch Can uh, Sing. And I've had this person on my list, and, and I'm gonna give a little bit of backstory really quick. I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna like go on too too long. This is a singer that when I first heard him, I could not, I just could not get into it. It just was one of those very, very, very acquired tastes. And then when I got into him, I fell in love with his vocal style. But then I've also kind of fallen off in recent years. Not that I don't recognize that he's an amazing vocalist because he is an amazing vocalist. See, but it happened again. What? I saw your little forearm flex. And <laughs> but, um, you know, he it's not he's, it's not like a go-to band anymore for me. But um, I, I went with Maynard. Oh, yeah. James oh, Keenan. Fuck. Maynard. Maynard James Keenan. Maynard James Keenan. There you go. James Maynard. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, singer of Tool. Uh, what's that other band that we love? Perfect Circle. Perfect Circle. He's done a lot of shit. <coughs> yeah, he's um, in. Pussifer. Yeah, he's done all kinds of crazy shit. He's a what is he a a wine? Uh, what he has his own wine? Yeah, 
guru, whatever you want to call it. He's a jujitsu dude, fucking huge jujitsu practitioner, like mm-hmm. fucking good from what I understand. I heard he's a dick. So what? When you, yeah, no, I, I, that's kind of where I was gonna go. I heard he's a dick, but when you, when, when you're cool like that, you can be a dick. Yeah, that's what I'm you saying, know? dude. I'm so Christmas time is here, right? And I spoil it is because it's fucking eighty degrees outside. I know. I spoiled all my loved ones, and fucking the tool we're, tools coming to El Paso. We spoke about this on the Dad Podcaster Show, and go, we spoke check us out. We spoke about it on here too. Did we? Yeah, we did. <laughs> fucking memory. Last yeah, because I, I told you that I probably wasn't going to go, and then you brought up like that you thought for sure it was <sighs> like I was going to go a hundred percent. You know what I love about memory loss? <laughs> Did you forget about it? I could relive shit all the, like every, nothing is not, nothing is boring to me. Yeah. I get I get excited about the same thing every five days because it's like I forgot. Dude, I feel like my dad now though. My dad was the worst when it came to telling the same story over and over. And my wife and my daughter, yes, dad, we heard it. I'm like, well, you're gonna hear it again. <laughs> Did I ever tell you about the? Yes, dad. And it has to do with 1998. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, yeah. 1998 when I was three and a half. All right. It's cool that my kids, well, my kid, actually my daughter's taking a liking it, to it more now. Now that he's a musician, she's starting to play guitar. She's been playing guitar for about a year now, and like she's getting really good. Like I don't know if it's honestly, in, I know we joke about it. I don't know if it's really in the blood, but she picked it up pretty fucking fast. Well, but, I am a fucking great guitar player, and my kids are just kind of... Uh, just one. Okay? <laughs> we know Adeline is all me, buddy. <laughs> um, yeah, so it's like he'll, Aiden will say something, and I'll be like, yeah, remember I told you this? And he's like, what? And I'll tell him the whole story about shit we've done. He's like, oh, my God. I said, yeah, world's greatest fucking dad, right? I can't wait till my daughter comes around like that. She will. My daughter right now is like, oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. I don't care. Yeah. Oh, cool. Good for you. Oh, you did that? Oh, cool. Yeah. I could be like, you know what? I hung out with the President of the United States last week. And uh, she'll be like, oh, nice. Yeah. What the fuck that going to do for me? Yeah. Now? Speaking of. Did you bring me any leftovers? 2024. Shut the fuck up, dude. <laughs> dude, Bug. dude, the other day, I was fucking jiff bombing my wife yeah. with him. Oh, she was She'll pissed. say something and I'll fucking shoot her with the... Or the, you know what I mean? And dude, she fucking blocked me. She blocked my text and she blocked my calls. Wow. <laughs> That's right. She told me. She told me. Did she? <laughs> it was probably your idea. Fucker. Just block him. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Moving on. All right. Yeah. So you James Keenan. Yes, sir. Uh, so for my segment of That Batch Can Scram, I chose, to me, this band is very, very underrated. Though they put out three albums, I want to say. The first album was fucking incredible. Anyway, I won't make it long. I went with James Munoz from The Bled. Mm. Fucking great screamer. Just blood-curdling fucking screams. I don't know shit about that band, but cool. Dude, we saw them with Poison the Well at Club I 101. I know, I know, but I never got into them. Never listened no, wait, to them. Was, oh, yeah, it was at 101. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thursday. But then we also saw them at the Tea Lounge. Cursive. Remember that band, Cursive? Yeah. They, it, they dude, played. Dude, as much as you get mad about me for every time I'm like, yeah, I already heard them. Yeah, my kids get in the same way. He's like, "Dad, have you heard this band?" And I'm like, "Go look in my fucking thing. <laughs> the CD's right there." <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was Cursive Thursday, The Blood, Poison the Well, and somebody else. I don't remember. Or I think Thursday was the headliner actually. But uh, yeah, I remember. I yeah. just never got into them. You should. 
Yeah, probably. New challenge. <laughs> um, so yeah, right. James Munoz from The Bled and Maynard James Keenan from Tool. So this is where we normally do, you know, what really chaps my ass, but I feel like that since we're going to air our grievances, they're one and the same, so we can skip over that one. Yeah. So let's get into Let It Riff, and this will be on you. Okay. Start. I've been on a huge, huge kick. One album only, though, because after the first debut album... <clears throat> I still love the band, but it, it, it didn't reach its... None of the albums after that could touch the first album. Mm. So my Let It Riff today, I chose Stone Temple Pilots' Dead and Bloated off, okay. of, off of 1992's core. That... Yeah. Dude, that fucking album. That whole album. That's what I was going to say. My God. <clears throat> the other day, I heard, I must have heard that album uh, four times. Yeah, yeah. Fuck yeah. Dude, love that fucking album. Love that fucking song. Yeah, I don't know what it is about Stone Temple Pilots when it came to, like I said, we, we've talked about that whole grunge era. Yeah. Them and Soundgarden, I loved. Absolutely. I loved. Yeah. All right, cool. That's a good one. Um, for me, it's a lick. You want to do what? It, <laughs> it, rather than let it riff, it's a let it lick. <laughs> Please let it lick. <laughs> I went with one. I don't even know if you would call it a, riff, a lick. I, I don't know. What, what, is, what is a lick to you? To me, it's what you 80 heads refer to what we commonly call a riff, but a lick is more like a... Right? Or could it just be like a little... I don't know. It's just a little song, like, uh, a little guitar part. Our generation, it's all about the riffs. Right, you know? right, like right. James, uh, Philip, Alex, and Samo likes to say, the 80s, they say lick. It's a hot lick. But it was commonly... To me, it's more referred to the solo type little so then i don't know how to label this i'm just gonna say it's a guitar part okay there you go it's a little part dude one of the most to me that just resonated with me and still does and every time i hear that intro i'm just like just this feeling of like i, I can't even describe it but i'm gonna go with a uh, paranoid android from radiohead oh absolutely so yeah. that whole album first of all is just okay computer is and I've spoken about it before, yeah. but that song in particular, just have to point that out. That that song will always be one of the greatest songs ever written. I agree. Yeah, that's a good one. <clears throat> so if you haven't heard Paranoid Android from Radiohead, all you youngins out there, go freaking listen to it. It'll be life-changing. And for you weird folks who have never heard Radiohead, do yourself a favor. Yeah. Go listen to OK Computer. That was life-changing for me. Yeah. All right. Um, do you know what song really blows my thong off? What? <clears throat> This is a weird one, and you're going to be like, what? But I think it blows a lot of people's thongs off. And it's kind of an old school song, and unfortunately, uh, rest in peace, uh, the singer of this song. But this is a song that every time I hear it, no matter where the fuck I am, it just gives me this little tingling in the back of my head. And then... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Linger from Cranberries. Oh, yeah. Come on, man. I was watching the movie Click the other day, and they're talking about the first kiss. She says, what song was playing during our first kiss? And then he rewinds, or he goes back to see, and that's the song that's playing. And I was like, damn, that's a good song. That's a great fucking album. Yeah, it is. Period. Except for the zombie. <laughs> that's not off of that album. I thought it's not. Oh, <laughs> yeah, well, whatever. That song gets on my nerves. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I love that song, but yeah, you're right. But their first album? ridiculous yeah unfucking touchable that was a very uh a time in my life i was a teenager trying to find myself you know and so that song was very like either 
I don't know. I'm not going to say that. <laughs> and it's so weird because that is the time we hated each other. So mm-hmm. me looking at you. <clears throat> you would have never known. I would have never fucking thought. Yeah. Now, fast forward. You want to know something funny about that really quick? Mm. Every time I hear that song, you know what I think about? What? I had a friend at the time. We were using the Ouija board a lot. <laughs> We'd be listening to that song or that album what? while using the Ouija board. <laughs> Fucking devil worshippers listening to the Cranberries. I bet you even the devil was like, some motherfuckers God. right here. <laughs> <laughs> Holy oh, shit. shit. I, never, I don't think I've ever told anybody that. It's hilarious. Speaking of the devil and Ouija boards, um, just to kind of get you guys hyped. You should really check out the next episode of Dad Podcasters coming out next week. Yeah. Just to give you a little taste. For sure. Yeah. But what were you going to say? You were, I'm sorry, I interrupted you. You were going to say something. I don't know. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Fast <clears throat> forward. Fast forward to 1998 when I, no, fast forward two years later when we joined that band together. Totally. That, Paul, for sure. Right. Looking at you when that album came out, fuck no. Fucking. I wish we could put up a picture here of like the most gothic kid all black real sad <laughs> and some dude with extremely baggy pants like that was our opposite <laughs> combat boots and fucking airwalks for those of y'all who remember airwalks if i find something I'll, I'll post it on our group or whatever yeah so yeah our facebook group but um but yeah okay so yours um the song that i could not get enough of lately and i'm gonna say the past two and a half three maybe three weeks i have to hear the song at least once a day it's from an artist by the name of mitski and the song is my love mine all mine off of the album the land is inhospitable and so are we what kind of music is that she's kind of on the i, I don't want to say indie tip but that's a very sad song it's a very sad song but her other songs are i don't know i'm gonna call it indie i don't know what people call music these days mitski yeah Okay. Great what, what's, it, song. what's the song called again? Uh, My Love, Mine All Mine. Okay. I'll check it out. Yep. You think about me when you hear it? I think about you every day. <laughs> you fucker. All right. You want to get into the chat? Let's do it. So today on the chat, it's going to be a little more on the personal side, a little more on the bias side, but I have to say I'm, I am a person when it comes to music and people that we know. Um, personally or you know whether Paul and I are in a project together I always take myself out of it and I put myself in as a fan and I think that they do deserve a a push a shout out they're doing fucking amazing um, this album sounds great thanks in part to my brother over here um, I'm going to feature a band today called blushed they just released their EP called death blooms an amazing uh, one, two, three, four, five, five piece here from El Paso, Texas. No shock, it's my kids band. <clears throat> Super proud of them. They're really coming on as their own band, and I think this EP is fucking incredible. Not even being biased, they got a great shoegaze, um, heavy style. What would you call it? Hum ish. Yeah, hum esque. Yeah, if you like hum, you like My Bloody Valentine. You like bands like Basement, um, Title Fight. This is your your jam. So yes, Paul just actually produced this album. Came out fucking amazing. Thank you. <laughs> it did come out amazing, but <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. You do that to everything you record. <laughs> <laughs> it's 
dude. I've been. Uh, it's because bands nowadays they they have a very certain sound that they want to go for, mm. and I understand that genre has that sound. Mm-hmm. But the the producer in me is always like, we got to go bigger. I want a bigger kick, a bigger snare. I want this, and I get it. I listen to it, and you know that's it's it's them. It's their sound. It's yeah. the way it goes. Yeah. You're used to a lot of what what we do. Yeah. Right? Everything has to be fucking grand. Yeah, fucking but the thing grand. is, is they're not the only ones. I get a lot of bands, younger bands. That's a generation, man. Yeah, that they just uh, this, the style of production is just very different from what I like to do. It's an old sound. Yeah, they want an older, not as digitally enhanced sound. They want to get as close to like a band in a garage yeah exactly yeah i get it no but no it was great working with them yeah uh it, 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 i had to find myself constantly like kind of like damn i'm recording my nephew's band yeah. i'm an old fuck 29 is not old <laughs> dude come on Give no but it's it's some if somebody would have told me fucking 25 years ago when i first got into audio production one day you're gonna be producing adrian's son's band i've been like what yeah what yeah. do you mean <laughs> yeah it's a great fucking it's a great four songs i tell you i i take myself out of it because i'm you know not to not just because i'm his dad i genuinely love these songs so anyway blushed death blooms is the title of the ep check them out awesome i pulled up my spotify because i was gonna search whoever you're gonna talk about but i already have them <laughs> They had a lot of fucking followers, dude. Dude, they they um, blew up like they're taking off quick. Yeah, like I was like, what the fuck? One of their songs has already hit over a thousand streams. What's your favorite number? Seven. They have seven hundred and seventy-seven monthly listeners. Shut up! Swear to God. Manifestation. (laughs) Not supposed to tell anybody. Oh man, that's pretty good. Yeah. Um, it's so weird because I checked a couple of days ago and it was like six hundred and sixty-three. Yeah, there. They're they're doing good things, man. They're actually, uh, honestly, <clears throat> to, they're really taking off in this town. They've already got offered. They're going to be opening up for one of their favorite bands called Glare mm-hmm. this coming week. Don't right. forget. Um, yeah, a lot of cool things are already coming their way. They're taking off on Spotify, and yeah, awesome. Check them out. All right, um, you, you know what? Let's let's skip guess this riff. Yeah, I got uh, two, but I we I can I can hold I them. You forgot about that. One. Let's go ahead and get into airing our grievances. What do you say? Because we're already at about forty-five minutes. Yeah, let's do it. I'm gonna. You go first, because <laughs> dude, this might turn into a two-hour episode. Oh God! So anybody that knows what Festivus is, that means you never watched the show Seinfeld. Yeah, Seinfeld. One of the characters, George Costanza's dad, created. Can I interrupt you? Real yes, quick? go. I forgot. So. Paul and I, as long as we've been brothers, the one the one thing we cannot get on the same page about is fucking Seinfeld. I couldn't do it for the longest time. Uh-huh. So the other day, I had some time down some downtime at work, which happens quite a bit in the wintertime. I said, you know, oh, uh, Netflix. My biggest thing about shows, when he recommends a show, I'm like, fuck, man, I got to go back fucking 20 seasons and do And I don't want to do it, right? Plus, it's hard to find all of them. Lo and behold, Netflix is everything. featuring yep. Seinfeld. Season once, I said, it's a sign. You got to listen to the signs and hear all the boats. Your brother wants you to do it, so you got to do it. So I started season one. Still haven't finished. I will say, though, when I came up with, with what I thought about this show, you did hit me with something. You were like, dude, as the seasons progress, the characters 
will develop, develop more, right? Because right? it made sense. Because who do you think carries that show in your mind? That's, see, that's a tough one for me. But if I had to pick, I would say George. We are best friends. <laughs> we are. Because the whole time I'm like, Jerry Seinfeld's fucking annoying me. Kramer is fucking too overboard. Elaine, I get it, right? She's like that. She's in that pocket. She keeps yeah things moving. But George fucking Costanza. Right. I want to hang out with that dude. Look, never you, mind the fact that Jason Alexander, as an actor himself, is fucking incredible. Do you know the story behind his development of that character? No. Okay, have you ever watched Curb Your Enthusiasm? No. Okay, after you watch Seinfeld, you got to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm. Because okay. the creator of Seinfeld is Larry David. Uh-huh. Larry David, is, <laughs> my my wife says that like when we watch Curb Your Enthusiasm, she's constantly looking at me like it's fucking you, dude. <laughs> but anyways, that uh, when George and the during the pilot was trying to develop the tone for that character, mm. I don't know if it was Larry David himself. Somebody was like, "You realize that your character is Larry David, like that's his himself." Really, and he was like, "Ah, oh, I got it." So eventually, he really takes that role and takes it to a different level. I'm telling you, season one, again, I'm only a few episodes in, George Costanza is, and, and like I was going to say, Jason Alexander, as an actor, yeah, yeah. alone, Shallow Hal, is fucking incredible. Yeah. Dude, pretty woman, like, dude, he's, he's such a broad, extensive actor, and I think, very underrated. Very, very fucking underrated. So I'm not surprised that he's my favorite because I went into it like, okay, at least I like this guy. Right. At least I've known his work prior to any prior to this. You know what I mean? Right. But yeah, George Costanza carries that fucking show. And his dad, who's Jerry Stiller, Ben yeah. Stiller's dad mm-hmm. in the show, he's mm-hmm. the one that created Festivus. Festivus is actually on December twenty third, and I know we're a little early, but this is just in case. Yeah. Um, to get a jump start on it. But anyways, his character, dude. <sighs> the dad. Hey, get no, no, no. George, oh, yeah. it gets better and better. Oh, I can see better. it. Yeah, oh, absolutely. My God, he's dude. what's making me hold on. If he were not, I would have been out episode one. It's so fucking good, dude. And Jerry's a terrible actor. He, Dude, thank you. He's a terrible it, actor. He's really just kind of comedic relief for George. Even if that, dude. Yeah. I, don't, I haven't laughed one of his shit, but George's little... Quick little quips and like the, exactly, the, the things he says and he says it so seriously. I'm like, that is fucking genius. Dude. That's the shit you and I always laugh exactly. at. Exactly. <laughs> that is the show. Whenever I think of the one-liners from that show, it's never anything that anybody says except for George. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Dude, yes. Thank okay. you. I'm so glad you're getting it. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad we're on the same page. I thought you were gonna say Kramer, dude. I don't oh, know. Oh no, 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 no. He's too he's too overboard. It's yeah. like, too much. You'll start to get him a little bit. As the show goes on, because he kind of yeah, I see how they all complement each other though, right? Like the temperaments right. and like how they and then yeah. that first season's weird, anyways, because like Jerry and Elaine are kind of dating but not, yeah. and it's really weird. And then that fizzles out. Yeah, I, I'm not going to give away any spoilers. Real, there's not really any spoilers because eventually they just they're just friends, yeah. right? So okay, um, but yeah, sorry, it's such a good show. Talk about going on. <laughs> That's right. You had mentioned and I wanted to talk to you about it. So as airing of our grievances, I wanted to bring up. Is yours fast, short? Do you want? Are you sure you I'm want me to go going first? Going off of yours. Oh, okay, okay. Good. I've I've got one again. Harmonious vibe, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to keep it. Well, you know what? That's the thing. That's where I was kind of torn, because I've been trying to be more positive lately. I've really that's part of like 
my manifesting. It's kind of part of everything. You gotta stop talking about <laughs> it. God damn. I'm trying really hard because I'm finding that again, this is where curb your enthusiasm will come in. I'm finding that I'm really a a Larry David in curb your enthusiasm. Like and I just don't know how to like rein it in. <laughs> rein rein it, in. it in. Didn't and um anyways, but this it didn't this didn't even really chat my ass. This actually, if anything, it was just kind of like really? Like, really? But I know, and I think, you know what? And you you too, I think over the situation, we're just kind of like, eh, whatever. Fuck it, you know? So I wanted to bring up something that was said last episode. But more specifically, I want to, I think we need to l- let the air out in our, terms of- Our episode? Yeah. Yeah, I got Well, you, no, you know. That's what I got called out on. You got called out on? By our former singer- Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, because right, yeah. of something I said on that episode. Yeah. <laughs> but one of the things that we want to talk about is kind of the whole Ashling thing, because we did bring up Ashling. Oh, really? Oh, it's because when you made me take it off earlier. <laughs> 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 we had, we were trying to revive Ashling, and it wasn't a like, we've got nothing going on, let's try to revive another fucking project. It was that we were having people reach out to us. Yes, that was the thing. And it was like a a motivation in terms of like, wow, people are care. Like people so, are bringing yeah. up old shit. That- so you were getting hit up on, on social media. Mm-hmm. While that was happening to you, <clears throat> unbeknownst to you, I was, I'm a YouTube freak. I fucking live on YouTube. Just YouTubing shit. Right. And one day out of nowhere, I was YouTubing new metal. <laughs> right. So there I am just trying to see like old, old school new metal videos or the history of new metal. I just like going down that. And then one day this channel came out. I, I saw this YouTube channel and it said uh, something about it. It was, it was a list of bands. And, and I stumbled upon Ashley and I'm like, what the fuck? So these dudes out of nowhere, no, don't know where the fuck they're from are putting up all of our songs. How they even got those songs is beyond me. Right. I found another channel and another channel. And all within the past year, all these new metal channels are popping up that had Ashling on it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So then... So then it was a situation of like, well, I mean, we had tried a couple years back to do a couple of songs. We wrote a couple of songs. Vocally just never got done. Uh, our our guitar player Justin, even though he's in Albuquerque, managed to get it done quick. Sent back. Um, it just kept. It was like I was like, are we beating a dead horse here? So we kind of left it. That happened, and so it was like, well, maybe there's something here. Like maybe there's an ounce of like, let's try, right? But just like anything, like whether it be a, a team project, right, or anything, like you need to have all in from all members Mm -hmm. and if you don't if you don't have that commitment then what's the fucking point right and so we one of the things we tried to do is we tried to revive one of our favorite song i wouldn't say favorite like for me personally i would say favorite amongst like our listeners over the years yeah it was the one song that took off and really started pushing our band to the next level right for sure so i went in i redid the guitars i changed it up a bit kind of tried to Zhuzh it up. Zhuzh. Little Give zhuzh. it a little bit of an update. Uh, more modern sound, you know. Uh, Pepe. 
um, my one my other business partner, who you know his goal was to to put drums on that. You know, we all had this whole. It was ready to go. Yeah, Justin put his part on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I kept my baseline the same because right. Was, but you still you we were in the studio. We suited. spent yeah. hours of all of our time trying putting doing what we needed to do to get this go to kind of like and then we were slowly releasing the back catalog we were going to re-release this song and then have others and then kind of just go from there it was kind of like hey man like let's do it why why not like fuck it we got a lot of shit in our, on our plate why not add another one you why know not? it's it, you know why so not? <clears throat> so we um anyhow that fizzled out um, and, and, and it fizzled out because of one person and I'm not going to name names. I don't have to, and, but I'm going to share this. This is my airing of my grievances. You know, one person was just like, I'm not feeling it. What, what was the response? It was, uh, lyrically doesn't connect with it anymore. It's a very diva, very diva response. It was a very like, we're not friends. I noticed this is just business. I think we need to be friends. It's like, what the fuck? First of all, you don't live anywhere near us. It's kind of hard to be friends when you live hundreds of miles away. Secondly, like, dude, like, really? Like, all I kept thinking is, like, Jason, you know, my little brother. Fuck Jason. That's something that he would have, like, told me. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, uh, he, he needs his, I don't know. He, like, he, I love Jason. I love this other person we're talking about. But Jesus Christ, man, like it was just such a pathetic pussy fucking, and I'm not being nice right now, um, cop out anyway. So that, that didn't happen, but I got called out because last week I said something about on our last Ashing EP, I said, and I didn't say the word all, but I said that I played a big role in those vocal melodies for that EP. And before I go any further, anybody that has anything to say, I have the microphone and you're going to listen to every damn <laughs> word I have to say. So um, I got called out for saying that I played a big role in those melodies for that EP. Yeah. And I and wasn't you know, there that day. So I, I don't Well, know. no, it was over the course of several days. Yeah. And I will tell you that, okay, I didn't say the word all, but even if I did... Yeah, I did definitely did not do all of those melodies. But let me let me take you back to that moment in time. This was a moment in time when I had my studio at my house at the time. Mm-hmm. And that person vocally, emotionally, whatever you want to call it, who was writing lyrics about leaving the band anyways, was just like in the studio like, I don't know what to do, man. I'm sitting there like, well... Why don't you try this? You know, I'm actively as a producer does. Well, why don't you try this? What if, oh, let's play this part. All right. What if you do something that's like, uh, whatever, right? Like that's what I do as a producer when it comes to a vocalist. I'm not a vocalist at all. I can create a melody. And it was, I remember very, very, very well. It was pulling fucking teeth. It was like, I couldn't sit there and tell you which one I came up with. He did all the lyrics but it was it was it was trying it was hard for me to get him to get through that i just wanted to get through that ep yeah wasn't even paint like i said he was writing about quitting the fucking band i didn't even know the whole fucking time anyways this whole thing it it doesn't bother me in the sense of like the project's not going to happen or whatever even though we still might do it 
it doesn't bother me that it fell through. What really bothers me is how, I'm not, I don't even know how to say this. It's like people try to pass the blame on everybody else for something falling through. People try to, you know, he, he tried saying that, oh, what are you, Norman? So that refers to another singer of ours who used to, um, he was a ball hog. <laughs> I guess you could say he always wanted to say that he did everything. I've never been that guy. I don't ever want to say I did everything. To me, on our on one of our podcasts, you were like, "I'm a ball." You just- no, I am. When it comes to like Us. Texas Cutthroat or whatever, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. But like when we have a band, mm. the best shit always comes out when the whole band is writing together. Yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. And to me, sometimes my focus, my passion, my desire to like create something great can be misconstrued and turned into me being like overbearing or you know what i mean yeah. it's just i'm very passionate about it you know and so and and first think, of all a, a very norman thing to do would be <laughs> first of all would be to say um i don't know man i'm not feeling it we should just we're not really friends that's a fucking very norman thing to do secondly this dude doesn't even fucking know norman so who the fuck are you to say Norman, you don't even, you've never, I probably never even met the dude. You know, yeah, I, n- never to defend that guy ever. Fuck no. But I do notice that a lot. We all run in a very deep circle of old bands that we played with, not in the band, but our friend bands that we were friends with. And a lot of people like to say shit about that guy. Mm-hmm. And I always, it's funny you say that because I'm always like, but you didn't even know him. You've probably been in the room all but fucking two hours with that dude yeah i i'm life with that guy right (laughs) right right yeah we were like really good friends with that dude yeah yeah he's a pathetic loser too but anyways um you know like even the 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 last ep thing of being in the studio and just like not feeling it that was a norman thing (laughs) i guess it's just a singer thing i don't know but anyways my point is is that my grievance what i'm airing now is that you know, you dealing with people when you are trying to go forward with something, whether it be a business, I see my band as being a business, Yeah. Um, you know, and, and I don't mean it in the sense of like, yeah, you have to have that camaraderie, but the same thing, like we, we're business owners, we have fucking 12 employees and we're always trying to build that camaraderie. 100%. But at the end of the day, business is business. At this point in our lives, if we're going to do a musical project, yes, we do have passion projects. Yes, we do have projects that we know will never do anything, never make us a dime. But you know what? We do it because it's like what we we love. Okay. Could it make us a dime? What project is that? Well, like like headdress or whatever, right? Oh, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But at the end of the day, like, don't hit me with that fucking we're not friends and it's all business bullshit. <laughs> because first of all, that's a fucking cop out. My, Secondly, my biggest thing on, and I know like even like you wanted to respond, but you were like, nah, I'm just gonna. Yeah, I look. I'm going to let bygones be bygones type of gal. And I just say, why stir up what I have going on here? Because again, there was that incident a month ago that like threw me off the ledge and like, I'm starting to lose myself. Right. But I'm trying to own it back in. So Mm -hmm. I said, nope, here's my chance to, but I will say I am a, I'm a, a friend person. I'm a heart person, right? Like I love my friends. I, I, I do anything for my friends, but when people say something across that line of like, 
we don't even communicate and it just seems like a transaction or business transaction or whatever it was. On the same token, I'm like, well, nobody reached out to me to ask me, hey, just randomly, how's it going? Or let's like, we weren't the only ones that were throwing out business texts. I never got a random, right? like, hey, it didn't come. Chat. It didn't come the other way either, is what you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is that we put time into that. You know, we put time, we, we set our schedules aside to focus on something. And our and, schedules are bullshit. Yeah. And it sucks when, when you're not being met halfway. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I think just really what bothers me out of all this is the, the what's the word I'm looking for? It's just petty shit. Tom Petty. <laughs> It's just petty fucking shit. Wanted to do something kind of just cool to fucking see what happens. Give people what they're asking for. You know, it's something that could have been really easy. It didn't need fucking these dramatics. I have so much going on in my life. I don't need these fucking dramatics, you know, especially from another dude. You know what I mean? Like, come on, dude. Like, just fucking man up, you know? And at the end of the day, it's like, you know what? You want to smoke your weed and have create your your fake Mexican accent and write your books? Go fucking do that. Do you you, you fucking do you? And yeah, that's my grievance. Yeah, yeah, lo siento. <laughs> Just I don't like when people waste my fucking time, and I don't like drama. Don't fucking try to bring drama to me. My you biggest I mean? thing is I I give people the benefit of the doubt. And when I look dead into your soul and your ocular nerve face to face and say, I'm not kidding. Yeah. We're doing this or we're not. And you tell me we're doing it. That's when I take it personally. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I cling on to shit like that. Again, I've said it here. I've said it on the dad podcasters. I don't take any musical project lightly. I'm not going to do shit just to do well, shit. Well, like not not even musical, like any project in well, life. Yeah, yeah. Like anything that I'm going to take time away from my family, my friends, my businesses, my life. And you're going to just like, you know what I mean? You're going to hold the carrot and make me try to, like, fuck you. Like, fuck you. Like I put in fucking time into something where you're fucking sitting there with your dick in your fucking hand making us fucking wait around like fuck you like i'm sorry like so that to me that fucking that bridge is burned dude it was burned years ago it's fucking burned now yeah yeah sorry rain energy drinks everywhere (laughs) (laughs) all day natural clean caffeine go start your own fucking podcast and say it in spanish (laughs) you're still learning okay i've had like three people tell me like that guy doesn't even speak spanish i'm like no yeah you could tell Sorry, I'm going for the jugular right now, but uh, rain gets me it's fired up. Kick it in. <laughs> I'm already halfway through, and I don't, uh, don't want to go to sleep. And you know the sad thing? This dude will probably try somehow to get his little revenge. That's just the kind of guy he is. But whatever. Fuck you. I don't give a shit. You do you. So the principle of your grievance is, in a nutshell, what? It's just the fact that, first of all, he reached out to try to fucking put me on blast for saying what I said yeah. when I, there's a lot of validity validity. So my grievance is just the fact of like, you wasted my fucking time. You wasted my fucking time and you're trying to bring your fucking negative drama bullshit into my life. That's what my grievance is. Like get the fuck out of here. 
Get the fuck out of here with that. Okay. Grievance number two. For me? Yeah. Oh, is that you're just one? I'm just going to stick to that one. I think we're, yeah. <clears throat> oh, last time we had like a list of five. Yeah. No, I'm just going to stick with one. All right. Just because that was a big one. Yeah. Sorry, most most people don't normally see me all uh, a little perturbed. Yeah. And, and and that's the thing though, is like going back to, <laughs> going back to, to what you had said as far as, you know, time and, and, and principles and it's like, that's basically what it comes down to, right? It's just respect, I would say. Yeah. A respect for someone's time, a respect for someone's effort. Communication. Yeah. It's not necessarily respect, it's communication. Yeah. Like somebody's trying to say that we're not friends because we're not like hanging out, we're not doing all these things, but yet we're the ones that are sitting there like, hey, so what's going on? We sent you the stuff, we're, what's going on? And dead fucking silence for days and days and days. And then, like, a half-fucking-assed fucking version that he was like, oh, I knew you were going to hate it anyways. Like, it didn't even sound like you tried. Like, and it wasn't even, it was one verse. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it was just like, I, I don't even know how to describe it, but it's like, it, just complete bullshit, dude. Sorry, got a text. Yeah. Man, you are fired up. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. <laughs> um... My grievance is relatively small in comparison. <laughs> I've just had an issue lately with time, right? Like, I fucking hate time. You can't find enough of it. The magazine? No. <laughs> is that even still around? Probably. I don't know. <laughs> the concept of time drives me fucking crazy, right? You can't find enough of it. So your grievance is with father time. And it goes too quick. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, man. It's like, dude, come on. In your mind, can does it really feel like it's fucking December 15th? I swear to God, it was July. You could tell me it's July and I'm going to be like, yeah, I believe you. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just don't like how humans, society, we're so bound to fucking time, right? right. Like, right. it's always like, what time is it? What do I got to, I, I don't have enough time. I can't do, what's today and schedule and this and that and fucking, it sucks, dude. And there's no way to fucking slow it down. As hard as you try, as hard as I try, you can't fucking slow it down. Even right. if you say, oh man, I'm going to sit down for 10 minutes. As soon as you sit down, it's like, nope, so I got to do this, so I got to do that. I got to do this on Tuesday, I got to do this on fucking Wednesday and blah, blah, blah. And I'm on nights and then I got to do this. And it's like, fuck, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like time. And you can't fucking escape it. You're watching TV. It's on the corner of your TV. You check your phone. It's fucking right there. It's on, it's on your fucking stove. It's everywhere. You know what I mean? It's like Einstein said, though. Time is an invention of humans. I know it. I know it fucking is. See, I'm not a science guy, right? I dabble, right? I, I, I look up the things that, that I'm curious on. But I fucking know it is. Okay, I understand the Mayans are the one that made the concept of sundown, sun up, or was it the Mayans? I don't think so, but... I mean, or the Mayan calendar. The Mayans had well, a lot to do yeah. with with time. They had well, theirs was more like astronomy and the yeah, connection. Yeah, 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 and that's what I'm talking about. Cycles like, and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, we could be literally 15 for all we know. You know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah. a calendar year, fucking man made, a hundred percent. You know what I mean? This many revelations is the how, what the Gre Gregorian calendar. Yeah, yeah, I know. I just don't like it. I fucking hate it. 
and it's like it's slipping away faster and faster. But you know, you know what really does dictate time, though. What? Yes, we have the cycles of seasons. We have the <coughs> cycles of sun up, sun down. Mm-hmm. Is society when you think back to um, tribes? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. It wasn't a like, hey, we gotta get. Like I'm sure it was like we gotta get shit done, right? But it it was more of a like sun up, gotta go do what we gotta do. In between that, what are they doing? They're they're enjoying each other. They're fixing stuff. They're getting stuff done. Whereas we live in a society that it's like, gotta get up, gotta take the kids to school, gotta go to work, gotta clock in, gotta go to lunch, gotta clock out, gotta go do this, gotta do that. Like, oh, fuck. Like, it's just this constant battle against you lose time yeah. because your your life is so full with all of these other things. And so... Unfortunately, the one thing that we should be doing is enjoying each other and spending time. Instead, we're on the go and we're, we lose out on that. And so that's yeah. why time seems to go so fast. That's why, you know, like my dad always told me to the very end before he passed away, he told me he would always obsess over time. Yeah. And he would tell me, Paul, you know, I remember when I was only 21 years old, some older man that he would talk to told him, this life is in a, goes by in a blink of an eye. And he remembers, he would tell me, I remember thinking to myself, like, oh, like I have all the time in the world. And he was like, but look at me now where I am. This is before he passed. He would tell me, like, where did the time go? Yeah. You know? And, um, yeah, I think what it is is that as we get older, we get busier. Yeah. And so, therefore, time. So, we have to take those moments, you know, with our businesses and stuff and everything that we have going on. It's hard to do. Very hard. Now. But, yeah, but it's like we have to take those moments and find those moments to be able to say, okay, I just realized there's like a, a butt plug or something on this. <laughs> <laughs> does it kind of look like the middle part? Oh, yours does. Mine's divided. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I think it's just, it's, it's, it's a very difficult thing to do, but it, you, and not really difficult. I mean, I guess it is, but it's just like, we've got to actively do it. We've got to actively. This is why one of the reasons I'm going to get soft on you for a sec. This is one of the reasons why I appreciate I don't like it when you get soft. Today. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I appreciate this podcast. Yeah, because it's like allocated time to be with you. Yeah, you know what I mean. More than anything, like fuck the people that are listening. Not not fuck you guys. Like like not that I don't care about our listeners. I love our Great. listeners. We just right? lost fucking ten of them. Fuck you, sorry. Back no, down no. to 15. Like what I'm trying to say is it's not about the listeners. It's not about anything other than you know, realistically, why did we start doing this? Cuz we had just great conversations that we're like this shit should be recorded so we can go back and listen to it and so to me i see it as time that i get to spend with you yeah 100 yeah and unfortunately it has to be scheduled out but some at the end of the day doesn't matter it's still time but it's like we said the other day i don't know if we said it here on on dad podcasters i don't remember but in the past three years we've seen more of each other than we have in 15 years because you you as an educator you were monday through friday seven or six in the morning to practically six at night oh later than that because i taught college too so i was there sometimes till 10 o'clock at night and me being um a shift worker my schedule is all over the place so there was a while where we we would only see each other two saturdays out of the month right for like two three hours right you know what i mean yeah yeah but now it's like i see you a solid four times a week maybe three four times a week right depending on my schedule you know yeah 
No, but yeah, I mean, that's something like for sure. I, I am with you on that whole grievance thing. Cause dude, I look at my kids and I'm like, dude, I will say shift work has robbed me of a lot of fucking time mm-hmm. because my, my schedule is so weird when, when my family's at work, I'm at home. When they get home, I got to go to work on night. When I'm on nights, I won't see them for three, four days. Right. For sure. Right. I talk to you more than I talk to them. Right. You know what I mean? And it's robbed me of a lot of fucking time because I there's, I missed out on so much. You right. Know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I could see that. And and I understand that from a different perspective. My mom did, uh, yeah. you know, well, she didn't do shift work, but she worked graveyard, 12-hour yeah. shifts a lot. So it's like even when she was there, she was sleeping yeah. to try to catch up and then she'd get up, get ready, and it would be the same thing all over again. Yeah. And, and, and looking back, I remember those days that she didn't work those were the days that I remember the most or I have the most fond memories of because it was like, wow, we actually got to have fucking dinner and you yeah. know what I mean? Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, so fuck time, man. And it just sucks that you're right. We have no choice but to be bound to time. Yeah. I can honestly tell you, dude, as much as I love YouTube and my wife and I... Oh, I love you too. Oh. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the one time you fucking say it, it's a joke. <laughs> Um, I could honestly see myself without a smartphone. Uh, Well, I take that back. Ever since we've got our dog business, I'm tied to this thing more than I've ever fucking been because it's text messages or this. I got to check my emails more. Mm -hmm. You know, I went, there was a time before we started this business, I checked my email once a week, maybe. Yeah. Now it's every fucking day. Right. As soon as I wake up in the middle, Getting text messages, you and I got to go over shit. Sometimes Danny's texting me or we're all texting. And it's just like constant, constant, right? So maybe now it would be a little harder. Prior to the business, all I do is YouTube. And mm-hmm. my wife and I argue because I'm always like, hey, the iPhone 15's out. She's like, motherfucker, you only use YouTube. You can use YouTube on the I- iPhone 8 for crying out loud. Right, like, right. Why do you keep upgrading? You know what I mean? But I, I tell her, I'm a YouTuber guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. 749 <laughs> subscribers don't come easy. <laughs> But even then, like when you're on YouTube watching shit, like that's yeah. one thing I hate. Like I, I keep telling my wife, I'm like, I hate these phones. I hate these phones because what I have been doing is I've been trying to allocate time to her, especially because it's Christmas time. Yeah. So I've been actively saying, we're going to watch Christmas movies. Yeah. I'm going to fucking put everything to the side and I'm going to sit and I want to watch a Christmas movie with you guys. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's just, yeah. that's comfort to me. That's something yeah. that I feel like, again, going back to my mom and all that, you know? Right. And we're, I'm like excited and I'm like, yeah, like just don't think about business. Don't think about work. I, I still keep my phone there just in case, you know, emergencies pop up, yeah. right? I look over at them. They're on their phone. On their phone. Yeah. And I'm like, <sighs> but a friend of mine, uh, Jessica, shout out, Jessica. Shout um, out, Jessica. I've never met you, but shout out. She, she said to me, um, I did a, um, I did a post where I actually took video of like the Christmas movie and then I went pan like this and they're on their phones <laughs> and she, she did make a point. She goes, you know, even though they're not there, like, even though like that is the, the case, like they're still there with you. Like, and like that should be cherished. Absolutely. I, I, I will agree with Jessica on that point. However, it's like. No offense. <laughs> There's times you and I are talking. Yeah. And I had to get on my phone. And fucking midway. Yeah. I'm like, 
so you know who the worst is on that? Who? Pepe. Yeah, Pepe. If you listen to this, the worst, and he and he knows it too. <laughs> he knows it. But anyways, yeah, no, I, I my my family, we have a very strong, and it's more me because they they get aggravated, but a strong no phone at the dinner table policy, big time. Whether really? we're whether we're out to dinner mm-hmm. or at home eating dinner. Oh fuck no. I tried implementing that, but then they called me out because one day they both didn't have their phone and I had mine. I was like, fuck. Yeah. It's just habit. <clears throat> we don't, you don't have, don't leave it next to you, man. Turn yeah. the ringer off. Go put it somewhere for 30 minutes while you eat. I hate it. That should be my next grievance. Honestly, dude, I hate f- cell phones. I hate me too. social media. I miss the day where you can, you, you left the house. Nobody could fucking find you. Or like the no phone's way. ringing and you're like, eh, don't want to talk yeah. to that person right now. That's a hard no. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, dude. It's I, I'm telling you, aside from YouTube and, and now our business, um, I really don't need it. I really don't. Like yeah. I could live without it 100%. And that's the thing for me. It's like our businesses just take up so much time. Oh, no, and the thing yeah. is, is that I could be on my computer. It's no different from me being on my phone because I'm doing the same shit just with apps or on the computer. Yeah. You know what I love when you do this? Yeah. And then you have to pick up your phone to text. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? But yeah, um I don't know, man. Yeah, we went off on a hard one today. But yeah, fuck time. Yeah, we did. <laughs> We're not done. <laughs> fuck yeah, time. Man, I, uh, fuck uh people that don't uh respect your time. Yeah. Yeah. And well, there uh, you go. See it tied into time. Yeah, somehow. I did. See I did. That? Together right yeah. there. You know, just in case this is our last, we're going to try our hardest for this not to be our last one of the year. Um, by chance that it is, um, we wish you all very many blessings on this holiday season. Be with your family. Don't take it for granted. Um, shout out to some of our, our very special friends, Dave and Stevie from Exile. Eric, of course, from um, Whip Shading and Faded, but he's our brother, so he's included all of our boys at Dad Podcasters, Eric P, Eric W, Nick P, we love you guys very much. Um, another shout out. I don't want to call it a shout out, but another, um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. In remembrance of our <coughs> Molly and oh. dear, dear Koba, mm-hmm. we love you guys. We'll be with you again. Uh, drop one out for the homies type deal. Fuck yeah. I'm yeah. getting a tattoo of Koba for sure. <laughs> Yeah, um, I got a spot. No, yeah, for sure. I, I, I want to get one of them. I got a spot too. for all my babies' names. Yeah. But um, love everybody. Let go. You know what I mean? You can't control everything. Yeah, and, and with that being said, that whole my grievance, like, yeah. I'm I'm over it. Yeah, you like, I'm it not going to sit there and let somebody um, affect my mood. Like, I, I got into it when I was saying it because... I, I let it out. Yeah. You know, and you have to. You and it hasn't bothered it. me. Once it came in, I was like, what? And I let it go. I forgot about it. But since we were going to do the airing of the grievances, I was like, yeah, that's what I want to talk I mean, about. When that project fizzled out, <clears throat> the first word I said was, shocker. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, don't, you know, that's just. Yes. Even in light of this whole thing, we still love everybody. Love your family. Cherish them. Take time. Control what can be controlled. Let go of what can't. Strongest words I've ever heard in my life. Who said that? Marcus Aurelius. Don't know who that is. You need to meet him. Just kidding. <laughs> He's dead. Oh, okay. Yeah. Control what controlled. Control what could be controlled. Let go of what can't. Right? Yep. Just embrace the good times. Let go of the bad. It's been a shitty year. 
for a lot of people, Dude, you know, right? Everybody needs to be thankful for what they do have at this point in time. Yeah, for sure. Never take a moment in time for granted. Losing, Love everybody. Losing both of my parents really taught me that over the last couple yeah. of years. Yeah. You know, I think which is why I'm even more hard about like don't waste my time. Yeah. Because again, I'm not going to go. That could have been time I could have been with my wife. I could have been with my daughter. We could have been quality time hugging. You you were with your husband though. I know. We could have been holding, but we could have been holding hands instead of me playing guitar. Or me playing bass. Yeah. I could have been sitting on your lap. There's so many other things we could have been doing. Or my face. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're going to call it. Yes. Thank you, everybody. Hope you've all, again, have a a wonderful Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year. Again, we're going to try our hardest for this not to be our last one. But in case it is, we love you guys. We can't do this without you guys. We appreciate every single moment. Thank you for the 70th episode. Thank you for sticking around. We greatly, greatly appreciate you guys. From ours to yours, happy holidays. Happy holidays. We love you all. Bye.